Welcome back. This is episode 36 of Drunk Off PNR. We we did take a, a little vacay there, but as always, I'm Eddie and I'm with my pal, Aiden. Aiden, what's going on? Listen, it's good to see you. I'm glad to be back. I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm in tremendous pain, both physically and emotionally. I Listen, I strained my back a back muscle at the gym merely an hour ago. And now I'm here doing this podcast. I can barely move. I think I'm going to have to stand for most of this. But we fight on. We're at war with Rich Paul. And on the battlefield, you're going to get some scars. So we have to fight through this. This is a battle. This is a war with Clutch Sports and Rich Paul. I, I'm so Good excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to have, first of all, what a day to record with the Ben Simmons drama going up. Before we get to the Ben Simmons stuff and the Rich Paul stuff and the Clutch Sports stuff and the Tyrese Maxey stuff, before we <laughs> just hop into the mind of Aiden, I need everyone to check the description of this episode. Go download Vigit. Vigit is partnering with Branded Sports. They are a coin-based betting app. So it's free play, and you can win prizes. And we we actually have our own betting league. So all you need to do, download the Vigit app. In the second tab, it says betting leagues. Click that. Click join an existing league. And then use the password baseball93. And you'll be in the Branded Sports Betting League. And you bet against me, Aiden, and the rest of the Branded crew. Uh, and make sure to follow us on Twitter because our Twitter got suspended and we have to start over. It's branded towards underscore. Can we talk about two things? One, I've actually been enjoying using the Vigit app very mm-hmm. much. So uh, you have the hoodie on. I do. For the people who are watching. The flux on. Uh, yes, had to. It's been fun. We were talking before the show. The Birds vs. Voice group text, which Eddie is also a part of, mm-hmm. were the top four in the betting league. So that's fun because Not then bad. we get to brag and be like, yeah. We kind of know sports. Get in now because football is about to start. We're football fans as well, just mm-hmm. as big as basketball. So, And if you are a huge basketball fan, use the football to learn the app. Basketball is not that far away. In one month, you'll be betting on basketball. Yeah. When, when we first downloaded the app or re-downloaded the app, we were betting on preseason basketball games. It was yeah. full degenerate hour, but... We, we just, you know, we keep moving. We're living our best. Remember the first time I downloaded the app and I was like, I think mine stuck from before. I think mine stuck from <laughs> when we did March Madness. I was like, it says that the Heat and the the Warriors are playing or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's like Summer League basketball. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, it's it's been really fun and the guys are great. We're actually going to be doing some streams in Atlantic City with them this football season. So if you're in the area, you know, stop by, say hi. It's gonna be at a casino, so it'll be swell. I'll be there. I'm excited. That is, uh, if, if once we debut the setup and everything like that, oh, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, we're no, my no leaks, no leaks, but the uh, the stream setup is absolutely insane. Yeah, um, I'll be venturing down for at least one or two of the streams, but I will enough be. of that. A- enough promo, enough, enough asking for people to follow the new branded sports underscore on Twitter. We have to talk about some basketball and you know, it was kind of a nice little break we had cause not much happened, you know, a couple little things here and there, but then today we were recording on Tuesday. We always record on Tuesdays 
And today, Ben Simmons says he will not be returning to the Sixers. Aiden, as a Sixers fan, how 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 are you feeling today? Aside from the back, ah, uh, dude, pain in pain. <laughs> Spain minus the S. You, you had to have seen this coming because the Phillies are back. Mm. The Phillies are back. The Phillies are back. They've won four straight, which means you have to even this out. Jalen Hurts was named QB one. Like everything's going well so far for the Eagles. You have to even this out. We cannot be happy in this city. There is no such thing as positivity. There is no such thing as hope. Don't get your hopes up for anything and you'll be excited in life. So to be serious before we get off the rails, because we will, I have some takes today (laughs) that are going to be ridiculous. The Ben Simmons thing does suck. It feels like we've been trending this way. What tipped it off to me, there's been rumors all off season, but you know, they're kind of coming from sources you don't know if you can rely and depend on they're coming from maury and it's just they're awful they're just bad no no no. i mean like the the source is like uh like the the people who are saying them. oh gotcha 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 everyone's an insider on twitter mm-hmm. except the part of being an insider is actually knowing someone on the inside is the part that we have forgotten that is tough. well we, but we're insiders don't forget we are insiders we actually we, have broken news we did so, break that yeah so yeah sorry um but yesterday shams was like it's trending towards he's not coming back that is arguably the most reputable source either him or Woj. yeah and he said it's the way he phrased it was this is likely over his career in philadelphia is over and then today the bombshell drops he had a meeting with josh harris and uh doc rivers and all the man just to set the table it yeah, I don't suck. see what the I don't know what the problem is. I, in what sense? He, he's, I don't know what the problem. You, you knew you were trading him anyway. I wasn't trading I'm, him. Well, I'm. Hey, he's getting traded. I think. I think the issue here is. I don't think. I still don't think that he is. That's crazy. That I. The second he wasn't traded for James Harden, immediately. Like, not when other teams got involved, not when the Heat were throwing things out there. Immediately, it it was going to go wrong somehow. That was, I mean, talk about selling high on Ben Simmons for James Harden. And now here we are. Well, we tried. Well, I, you didn't try hard enough. Listen, listen. No, All it took was Karis LeVert. Like, it, well, it didn't take much. Yeah, okay, but we gave up Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibel, and they were like, yeah, like, we want two months of Victor Oladipo. Like, we can't help that. that you know, listen, that's just incompetence from listen, a bad team that's poorly run. Maybe throw a couple picks on there. We did. Not enough, apparently. I guess not. I guess not. But even so, think None about matters. it. It doesn't if, matter. If, if they beat the Hawks, or is, is anyone saying that? Is anyone like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm still saying that. For sure, 100%, I'm still saying that. Giannis gets hurt in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. He and they're not finals, playing the Atlanta he wins Hawks. Finals MVP, I'm still saying that. Who, Ben Simmons? Yeah. If he won Finals MVP. Listen, Aiden, just because he... And we won a title. If he won Finals MVP, it doesn't mean I'm wrong. James Harden is still the better player. But we you, got our title. This is what it's all about. You won in five, and you could have won in four. No, we're no, we're getting us off track too early. You're, we're talking about hypotheticals where you not only beat the Atlanta Hawks, but then Giannis gets hurt. You beat them, and then also win the title. You'll never see a, a Eastern Conference Finals in your life. 
That's okay. That's mean. You had 2000 and that was it. Uh, 2001. But yeah, when I was seven years old. Exactly. But okay. But anyway, I'm trying to stay in front of the mic while also making sure that my back. <laughs> no, you're fine. I am a hunchback. I am a hunchback. This is what the Sixers have done to me. I am now keeling over in pain because of what they have done. So anyway, I, I know this is insane at this point because of the way things are trending, but I would not be shocked if he was still in the roster. They just don't want to trade him at his lowest value. And I, when the team re-signed Danny Green, Daryl Morey put out the tweet and was like, we're running it back. It's the most efficient starting five in the league. Uh, offensive rating wise last year to me i have no problem with starting the season with that same starting five as last year running it back ben simmons will do his thing where he looks uh, a little sluggish at first and then turns into an all-star within a few weeks which is what he always does and he's playing well and the team's winning games because they're kicking the shit out of the timberwolves by 20 in december does that matter in may no i'm not naive anymore i maybe once was <laughs> clearly but that does it does not matter, but it will increase his value. I think what they want to happen is I think Dame's gonna show up in Portland, look around like Robert California in that episode of The Office when he realized he didn't want to be in Scranton, say, Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> and at that point, when the season is off to a good start, and Ben Simmons isn't a walking joke on the internet, then you trade him. Aiden, I said this when, you know, the rumors of him being traded first popped up. I'll say it till I die. You will never trade Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard. No matter the situation, that won't yeah, happen. It's not, not mano y mano. That would no, never no, it does. It, the pieces do not matter. That trade if, will not happen. If, if Ben if, is in Portland, <laughs> he is for CJ McCollum, maybe Nurkic, so, so you can flip Nurkic. It will if, not be for Damian Lillard. If Damian Lillard says he is leaving, he is leaving. It doesn't matter what the Trailblazers say. They will get whatever value they can get because he said he's done. We just saw what happened with Harden and what happened with Anthony Davis. When they said they were done and they stopped trying for said team, they didn't get equal value. The Sixers are now at that point with Ben Simmons where they will not get equal value because he said he is done. I don't want to be here. But Here's the difference between all of those players and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons tanked his trade value by his play on the field or on the court, not by saying he wanted to leave Philadelphia. Ben Simmons shot 31% from the free throw line in the playoffs. <laughs> ben Simmons was an offensive liability from – you go back and look at his rookie year. <laughs> against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference semifinals. They had to start TJ McConnell, so they had a ball handler who could score because Simmons couldn't. We are now in year five, and they had to bring 19-year-old Tyrese Maxey into a game six in the Eastern Conference semifinals because Ben Simmons couldn't score. Ben Simmons has tanked his own trade value, so the Sixers owe him nothing. You look at Dame, like if he says, I want to leave, you owe that to him because you couldn't feel the team around him that could win. The Sixers gave Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, a Curry brother to dish to, a multi-time champion Danny Green, and a, a borderline fringe all-star Tobias Harris, and he choked. 
and he passed up a dunk with three minutes left in a game seven because he was <laughs> mentally weak. They owe him nothing. I, we don't care if he shows up to camp. Find him every day. We don't owe you a trade partner. You owe us. Yeah, no, listen, he's not good. I'm glad we're finally on the same page. But that's the thing is that he's not bad. His value is just incredibly low. Like yeah. he does things well. You'd be hard pressed to find a better defender in the entire league. You and you know how we feel about Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert. Centers don't matter. He should have won defensive player of the year. He would be if the Warriors traded for them, that would skyrocket them. I, I would say they'd be better than than the Suns or the Lakers. Because you look at his strengths, plays defense well, excellent facilitator. In that offense, he wouldn't need to score because he's with two of the greatest shooters of all time. If they make that trade, oh, that, that would be fantastic for them. Yeah. So it's, no, it's not yeah. that he's bad. It's just that he clearly doesn't work on his hindering liability unless you believe just another year of this PR stunt and the empty gym with his trainer. I I mean, you know how much I like those those uh, empty gym workouts. How about the one? This is this one got the, me the pick so and roll one. The, the pick the, and roll the screen at the top of the at the top crazy. of the key. Are you kidding me? In what circumstance would any defender play Ben Simmons that way? It's just make belief. It's Narnia. That's what these videos are. Dude, the caption was my favorite part of the whole thing because it was like, "What other point guards are doing this?" And thirty? I, I don't know. Most of them, pretty much <laughs> exclusively, like, all of them. Yeah, it's like, all right, yeah, like I get it. Like he is six ten, and that creates a, a huge mismatch for other point guards. But other point guards could shoot a three. They, they yeah. like if someone went under the screen, they would just shoot a three, and Ben Simmons can't do that. So no one would ever set the screen up there for him. Right. Also, like I've other than the dunk, I've seen Steph Curry do that every game. I've seen Kyrie do like most point guards have done that several times. I've actually never seen Ben Simmons do it. Funny enough, because because uh, in real life, not in Narnia. Wherever this gym is, <laughs> nobody plays defense on him like that because he can't shoot. No, the 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 guy playing defense and the dude who set the pick is in the paint the entire like he's in the restricted yeah. area. Like I'm not I'm not concerned with a Ben Simmons pull up here. Exactly, exactly. So that like no one's gonna go over the screen and follow him. They'll just. They wouldn't. They wouldn't even go under the screen. They'd be playing so yeah. far off of him that you could not screen for him. No, that's We've seen it time most and time again. Screen of all time. It's just, and that's what bothers me. It's just, it seems tone deaf that they just nobody in his camp gets it. Nobody is self aware enough, and it it has come out today, like him wanting to leave, like it just puts a bad taste in my mouth because y- you got he is getting more blame than he probably should Mm -hmm. because I've said this again. It is a collective effort. Doc rivers was terrible. Matisse Thibel, the all world defender fouled a three point shooter in the clutches of the game multiple times. Joel Embiid misses that layup in game four. Tobias Harris does this thing where he turns into a ghost at some points. Ben Simmons took all the blame. I could see him being upset, but for him to act like this childish little temper tantrum baby, where he just wants out and wants to quit because things didn't go his way for once in his entire life, it just leaves a bad taste. I still think he has tremendous value. I'm higher than an, on him than most people, but I also watch every night. Um, if, if you're not watching games in January, 
it, like you probably don't see his value. Um, it, we have recency bias as a as a society. Mm-hmm. The last thing we saw was him passing up that dunk. <laughs> Two weeks before that, he took out the Wizards by himself in Game Five. His first ever playoff game was a triple double against the against the Heat. He's done it before without him beat against the Nets. So he has value. He's hurting his own value. I I agree with everything you're saying. I also think that he was wildly overrated slash overvalued when this started. I th- I think that he's like an all star level player, but he's not like that next level. Like. He'll make an all-star. He probably shouldn't ever be an all-star starter, but like mm-hmm. that's a good player. That's a really good player. Most teams should want a guy like that. But yeah, he was talked about and has been treated since he was in Australia like he's a top 10 guy. And he is not a top 10 guy. He, top 30 guy for sure. He's an all-star. But when a top 30 guy gets top 10 money and now he has top 10 friends around, and those top 10 friends are telling him he's a top 10 guy. And then you have a disappointing playoffs like this and all the blames, like you said, probably not all deserving, but all of the blame falls on him. And now you get this meltdown. The top 30 guy doesn't understand why he's not being treated like a top 10 guy anymore. That's that is actually very spot on. That is perfectly well said. And I think another portion of that is he's been this top 30 guy and he's kind of plateaued there. He peaked very early. Like he came into the league and was physically developed and and more mature than most guys are. Uh, he had the baby face the entire time, but everything else about his game was grown man looked like he was 26. But now he is 25 and nothing has changed since that point. So he's like you said, he's been this fringe all-star. He's a top 30 guy. He's been treated like he's top 10, but the game has never progressed to the point that he is top 10. And instead of looking in the mirror and being like, why why are people not treating me like that? He's just deflecting blame. And I almost like blame his camp. Like, why isn't someone saying to him, like, but you gotta shoot 75% from the line? Like, this is on you. But it's I felt do. like it's always been that way. No, it for sure has. Since since he came out, he's I think it's the, a lot to do with like where people think the NBA is going like, like body style wise. They're looking for that tall guy. Who's, you know, not like a big oaf, but like a skinny guy, ball Mm -hmm. handler can shoot, play defense. And I mean, he hits nine out of 10 of those things, except the problem is that 10 spot is the most important one. I know he can, he can do so many phenomenal things on a basketball court and can't do the most basic part of basketball the he cannot do the bare minimum it's like you really can't stress that enough like he's gotten better but where he's gotten better i don't think making the team that much better like if he if he could score if he could shoot 40 percent from the field on you know not just layups like if he could if he would shoot jumpers and shit that helps the sixers significantly more than him getting slightly better on defense. He's already one of, if not the best perimeter defenders in the league Him yeah. getting slightly better. Like, yeah, that's good. That helps. If you could, you know, put average 25, that would help a little bit more. Sorry. 
And what's a shame is there was a point where he was shooting over 70% from the free throw line. And I don't know how we regressed to shooting 31% and the other teams fouling you on purpose and basically having to take you out of the game late in games because you can't hit free throws. I don't know how we got to that point. It's got to be some mental thing, and we can get into that. I know there was issues with his family too. Um, So if if he came out and just shot 75%, 75% from the line, um, immediately I think everyone in the city would kind of do an about face on him. But it's just, I think we've been through so many, we've been through this too many times that I think now that that's why the the ties are severing. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a teacher, like my mom was a vet tech. So she taught kids like how to be a vet tech in high school. So like if your kid comes in and a a freshman year, they're really good, but they struggle at this one part. Uh, But you think if they just do their homework, by the time they're they're a senior, they'll be ready to take that next step and be a vet tech. But say they go through sophomore year and it's the same thing. And it's junior year and the same thing. And I know when they hit senior year, like there's this big test you have to take in order to graduate. So say you get to that big test and nothing has changed since your freshman year. That's when the tie seven. I, I think that's kind of where we're at. I would love to run it back. Like I said, I don't see the, the, the listen. I don't care if he wants to be here or not. Cause guess what, buddy? The only team that fucking wants you right now is fucking Tel Aviv and whatever <laughs> team is in Melbourne. And if you want to play in California, enjoy Sacramento because nobody else wants you. Yeah. I did, before we hop off this this topic, I just we did bring up Doc a little bit and how he deserves some of this blame. Uh, a considerable amount. I, yeah, no, I mean, he choked the bag. But like, I it just, makes me feel bad for Ben Simmons that people forget how bad other people in this series were. No, yeah, this is this is. Like the best part, or not the best, the funniest part of the entire situation for me is this is most of this series, like most of his series in the playoffs, this is Doc Rivers' fault. But <laughs> it was Chris Paul on the Clippers. Now it was Ben Simmons on the uh, the uh, Sixers. You deflect to the point guard and hope it, it was Rondo on the Celtics. This is a pattern. <laughs> but I, I, he's not blameless to me either because I, I just like, could we tr- not try Dwight Howard? Like, <laughs> could you just try? And you know what? They've actually built like a sneaky deep roster this year. With I wish they that Simmons wanted to be here because they have some depth this year where they could try different things with the lineups. And you're assuming Maxi takes that next step as the backup point guard. Yeah. So it's like you have the chance. Like both of you could redeem yourselves right now with this team. No, that's right. And. I guess they just don't want to do that, which is a shame. But I, I think his best bet is just being here. I think increasing your value the best is remaining here. Well, I do have some semblance of hope for you here. Um, apparently, after Doc Rivers leaves a team, the very next year, that team makes it to the conference finals. So we have to fire him right now. You got to fire. If you want to make it to at least the conference finals, you got to fire him. Uh, now this this right here is not a complete list. I've seen the complete list; it's much longer. But this is just a tweet I came across earlier today. Doc Rivers' playoff record and the leads that he's blown in 03, up three one, lost that series. 09, up three two. 2010, up three two. 2012, up three two. 15, up three one. 16, up two zero. 17, up two one. 
2020 up 3-1, and then this past year, all of those ended up in a playoff series loss. And then, like I said, once he gets fired, you make the conference finals. So, you know, think about it, Aiden. Maybe you need to send Maury a DM. I can. He uh, he follows Philly Fan Life. There you I go. Legitimately DM. <laughs> so send him a DM. Like, hey, <laughs> if you just fire him. We'll be fine. All these all this Ben Simmons issue will go away. Forget about it. But that's the other problem with Simmons. That's my last thing on him is. So we did fire the coach. We fired Brett Brown. And we got rid of the GMs, for better or for worse. One of them worse, one of them, you know, for better. We, we changed the roster. We shapeshifted it. We brought Jimmy in, but then, like, we didn't make Jimmy the star. And we committed a max contract to Ben Simmons instead. And it's like, we're running out of common denominators that aren't you. You know? Like, that's why I feel like this is all culminated this offseason is because, okay, Change the coach, change the GM, change the front office, change the scouting department, change the young players on the team, change the veterans on the team, change the stars on the team. Aside from Joel Embiid, the only remaining common denominator is Ben Simmons. It makes you you still keep ending up in the same place. Makes you think, Aiden. That's all I know. It sucks, but we'll see. And again, I'm calling it right now. I would not be shocked if he was still on this roster come training camp and the start of the season. I really would not. I hope he is. It's so much. It's way more fun with this like cloud of darkness over Philadelphia than if he just got traded to like, I don't know, Sacramento, Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah. Like that'd be funny. Don't get me wrong. I'll get my jokes off on Twitter, but just this like gloominess that you have about you. I know that you're like, (laughs) I know, I know, but it's a little bit more with Ben Simmons drama, but, and you're not even, I know there's just so much worse Philly trash than you. So I just imagine there's just little, little rain clouds above every civilian until he's traded. Those clouds are going to stay. And I need that. My, uh, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but there's just like a portion (laughs) of the fan base that rooted roots against the stars just so they can be right. And like now they look right. They're not right. They're insoles. They're inbreds. Like they should not be allowed to live in Pennsylvania. They should be sentenced to some just like Arctic, just place up at the top of the North Pole. They should not be allowed to live here. I think Pennsylvania is right where they belong. No. (laughs) Uh, Do we have any more six to stuff, or do you want to move on to a uh, different team? Uh, Do I have six? Oh, I. You do have, you do have more. I remember now. All right, I I gotta stand up for this. All right, I gotta go stand ahead. up. I gotta stand up. I can't believe I um, forgot. So that was the rational part of the Sixers stuff. <laughs> Here is the irrational stuff. So after this report comes out that they're getting rid of Ben Simmons or they're trading Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons wants to leave, his scumbag piece of shit agent who is only in the league because his he sold a jersey to his friend one time in a parking lot in 2002, and now he's this big, bad agent who thinks he runs the mafia. He would like the Sixers to also trade Tyrese Maxey because they're both represented by the same scumbag agent at Clutch Sports. Rich Paul is not a mafia don. He is not Russell Buffalino. You don't get to run around and call the shots 
and hold people hostage and just make it this wild west. But the worst part of this is not only does he want them to trade Tyrese Maxey just because he's trying to get all of his clients out of Philadelphia, hates Philadelphia, and doesn't want clutch sports representatives to be part of Philadelphia teams. He went as far as to make Tyrese Maxey cancel community events so that he did not have community ties in Philadelphia. Do you know how big of a fucking scumbag you have to be to not let someone do charity work in a time in society like this just because of your self-interest and getting your brand out of Philadelphia? You are a scumbag through and through to cancel charity events just because you don't like a specific organization. No one gives a fuck what you like. You're just LeBron's friend. Shut the fuck up. How could you let Tyrese Maxey ruin his brand like that in a city that beloves him just because it doesn't fit your needs? Didn't you learn your lesson last fucking week when Nerlens Noel sued you for $58 million because the Sixers tried to bring him back and you just completely ignored it and didn't tell him that they were trying to sign him? Did you learn your lesson then? No, you didn't because you're a narcissist running around thinking you're in the mafia like you're Russell Buffalino. Guess what, pal? You're not. You're not even the most famous person in your own relationship. I love Aiden. I love Aiden having like this very serious and like direct dialogue. And if you can't see it, but I can see you just staring right at the camera and my dumbass is just laughing. <laughs> I was over here chuckling. And also, I had to stand during that entire thing because my back hurts. Right. And he just needs some like pain medicine. He stands up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe Tyrese Maxey should go to a different team. Who knows? Defend that, though. Defend that. <laughs> defend, defend cutting community ties and not letting someone do community events just because you don't want him to play in that city. No, that's not great. I know M- NBA teams are so good too at like doing charity stuff and like you know going to the children's hospitals and things mm-hmm. like that. So that that's a not a great look. I do think, you know, obviously first off, Rich Paul dickhead move, obviously, but Tyrese, you're you're a grown up. I mean, your manager or agent can throw a fit. You you can't you tell him no. You can't you can't just can't. Or don't even tell him no. Just still show up. Like, from the sounds of it, Tyrese Maxey knew about this too, right? Like, this wasn't like Rich Paul was keeping the secret and then canceled it. This, like, he was aware this was happening. So, Rich Paul, you're a dick. Tyrese, you gotta grow up. It's. I feel like it's tough though when you're one year into the league, and you know, like, you don't know what you're doing yet. I, I get. I get what you're saying. Like, if if it were me, I'd be like. But like I'm, I'm gonna host this event where we go to a, a playground and kids get to play with me, like yeah. get to play basketball with me. Like who I, cares? I do, I see your point. You know, he's nineteen, twenty. He only he's only played in the year one league, and it was a weird year. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a co- it was a COVID year. But I mean, I don't know. I I don't know what the, how the conversation went. I don't know how much information Tyrese had at the time. Yeah, and, you know, I don't mean you know I don't know how the story. Maybe his story is a little misleading. I, you know, I don't know a lot of these details, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I, I just don't want to see a, a 
an Instagram story from Tyrese Maxey tomorrow. Be like, hey, you know, doing charity event means a lot to me. I wish I could have been there, blah, 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 blah. Like, if it meant a lot or if you really wanted to be there, you could have been there. Again, unless Rich Paul just, like, kept this secret from him, which feels weird, but... Uh, yeah, he probably didn't keep it a secret from him, but I bet his his management, your management group sets stuff up that like this for you. So they're probably like, all right, Terry's on Saturday, you're going to uh, the the Boys and Girls Club. We're going to play at the, the YMCA and you're going to do instructional drills for them. And he'll be like, okay. Yeah. And no, I'm assuming no, sure. that they're probably like keeping him from doing stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know if Tyrese would set that up on his own yeah. where he'd be like, all right, yeah, like this is my charity softball game. Everyone be at this playground and we'll do it there. Like you probably don't set that stuff up. So I think if if I'm reading it correctly, that's what's happening is they're just like stopping those events from occurring. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Which I, again, is I, just insane. It's all very, yeah, it's, it's very crazy. I also think that it's me that I'm making too big of a deal of the Tyrese like you know, be like grow up bit too, just because like it was probably a very nonchalant conversation that it was like, hey, this got canceled. Okay. Like that was probably the, it wasn't like, hey, I'm trying to get you traded. So we're not going to do any more charity events. You cool with that? It, like it was, I can't imagine it was a super deep conversation. It was like, hey, you don't have to go to a shitty Philadelphia playground. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll play FIFA. Yeah, I yeah, that's I think that's exactly what happened. Like, yeah, yeah, just you don't have to do this, but um, which is a shame because like it's a it's a community that needs it and the community that loves this kid. Like he has an a hundred percent approval rate, which is incredibly hard to achieve in Philadelphia, which is part of the overarching problem here with the stars being run out of the city. But he has achieved it. Tyrese Maxey uh, like has all the makings of like a star in the city and to just want him out because your other client, it hasn't gone well, or you have this problem with Philadelphia in the past. Like that's insane. You're an agent. You're like people, people hate Scott Boris as an agent and baseball, but it's because he is always going the extra mile for his clients to a point of greed to just stretch every penny from a team. Mm-hmm. So the, the the teams hate him, other agents hate him, but that's because he's going to bat for his clients and getting them extra money beyond probably what they're worth. Like, people are now hating Rich Paul because he runs around and does shit like this. And I think it's a little bit different. And I'm yeah. sure his clients do like him. Like, I'm, I know he is like a good agent. Uh, part of this is just hyperbole. He is a good agent. When you hear stories like this and he's literally being sued by Nerlens Noel, like you're not looking out for your clients. You're not doing the basic job of an agent. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I do think it's important. He he is probably one of, if not the best agent right now. I mean, he just what what his clients want happens, except for Nerlens Noel. Uh <laughs> that that story was insane, just like how that all happened. But I don't know. I my biggest concern is because I like Tyrese Maxey. One, he's just good, but two, Kentucky guy. Yeah. My fear is he's going to get traded, and then because of Rich Paul and all of this, he's going to get a bad label, and his mm-hmm. brand's going to be hurt. 
and I, I was worried about it with Shea when there were rumors about Shea possibly getting traded. It doesn't matter how good you are because Shea's really good. You get traded twice on your rookie deal. You're not, you're like 22, 23 years old. That's just not like, it's not a good look. Whether it's your fault or not, it's not, but that's just not a good look. I agreed. Yeah. So then it, it starts to hurt your brand. Like, why isn't it working out here? But right. there could be underlying factors of why it's not working out there. And then, yeah. like you said with Maxi, like, then your brand takes a hit if you're, this team has to trade you. Now, like, if you're in a deal for some star, like, like Dame or something like that, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. But if you're getting traded just for the sake of being traded because your agent doesn't want you in that city, then that that stain comes along with you as well. And by all accounts, this is a great kid, and you don't want to see that that happen to him. The yeah. the one last thing I'll say on Rich Paul, it seems that every other agent hates him. The front offices hate him, but they're spineless and don't step up to him. He's literally bullying them. He has strong-armed the entire NBA. I think there comes a point like, say we'll use the Sixers because apparently we are going we are going to have a civil war with clutch sports. I don't know why, but at the same time, I've been preparing for this for years because I yeah. hate him. Um, I think other agents and other teams would be like, oh, you're not represented by clutch sports? Well, now I'm more willing to work with you because I despise him and I despise clutch sports. So you know what? Let's talk contract with your client who's not represented there. Like, don't you can't you see that coming full circle where yeah, it's gonna be like there there is like gonna be a core. Like I saw Zach Levine signed with clutch sports. You're gonna give money to Zach Levine, you're gonna yeah. work with him no matter what. But I think there'll be like other guys who aren't a part of clutch sports where they're like, Well, since I don't hate your agent, I'm more inclined to work with you and get you a contract. So I could see that happening where you could say get rid of all these clutch sports clients. We don't want your, your, our clients on your team. But at the same time, then that team could be like, well then screw you. We're going to go give a boatload of money to somebody else because they're not represented by you. Yeah. I, I could see it, you know, being an issue for him, not anytime soon. I mean, the only people he represents are like absolute studs, but in a couple of years, you know, these guys are going to retire He's going to have to sign clients on his own, like, volition. You know, you become LeBron's agent, other stars are going to sign with you, whether you're good or yeah. not, which he is good. Don't get me wrong. He's good, and he gets everyone what they want. But once these for guys now. retire, for now, once these guys start to retire, if he, like, he signed Tyrese Maxey, that's, like, not a usual signing for, that's not part of it. He thinks Tyrese Maxey is going to be a star. If he's not, and if he keeps signing, you know, young guys who don't end up becoming lebron then you're going to run to this issue yeah you, you your label is going to expand which makes sense mm -hmm. like it, it's very it's been successful and what do you do when you're successful you expand yep. it's going to expand you're going to get the label of clutch sports as an athlete you might be, not be the star of zach levine draymond green ben simmons lebron james all of a sudden you're going to go talk contract and they're gonna be like oh clutch sports nope see ya we'll give our money to somebody else because we don't like clutch sports It'll be it'll be a feud, and it seems like it's going to be Sixers versus Clutch Sports first. Um, and and I think the Sixers are at a very important point because, like I said, Rich Paul has some has the the NBA in a stranglehold. I'm not trading Ty if I'm Daryl Morey in the Sixers front office. I'm not trading Tyrese Maxey if I want Tyrese Maxey on my team 
just because Rich Paul says to do so. And if that means that later on down the line, they won't negotiate contracts with you, oh, well. Yeah, like, at some point, you have to match, like, that energy that they have. Like, you're getting strong-armed. Do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're trading Ben Simmons, you can't trade Maxi. You have to keep Maxi. I know. Um, yeah. Now, 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 do we have anything else on the Sixers? No. Okay. All right. I don't know. We didn't prep much. I know you said you have you had a few topics. I came in here fairly empty-handed, but I do have a little bit. The Cavs have been busy. I just want to read you a few tweets. That's all. Okay. So this is from August 25th. This is you know John Rant is quote retweeting two tweets, and they're it's just perfect. They're like ten minutes apart. Report: Cavs interested in prying away Dylan Brooks or Kyle Anderson from Grizzlies. Jog tweeted it or retweeted it and said, stop it with some laughing emojis. 10 minutes later, regarding rumors on the Cavaliers and Grizzlies, I'm hearing the Cavs and Grizzlies are not and have not engaged in any trade talks, including anything involving Dylan Brooks or Kyle Anderson. Jaw says, here go the truth. <laughs> and then August 28th, Kevin Love is not interested in discussing any buyout option with the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> <laughs> which i love I, I i never understood why guys took buyouts like just yeah just sit them a bench and make them pay you 80 million dollars <laughs> like fuck yeah it. like kevin I love agree. is either going to get the same deal he's going to get now or in two years or he's going to retire like he there's no winning for kevin uh kevin love give me that money baby <laughs> and then today about 20 minutes before we started recording the Cleveland Cavaliers have signed Taco Fall. I know. I feel bad for how do you feel? That's that's that. Like I'm not doing great. The Patriots cut Cam and the the fucking Cavs signed Taco. Like I'm having a tough time. It's it's just I'm I'm not happy. I'm not okay with it. I know that. I wish it wasn't happening. I, he was such a folk hero in Boston. I don't. I don't know if Cleveland can appreciate him the same way. No, you have but, thirty-seven power forwards. What do you need Taco for? I know. I guess it's just bench depth. But they they do have a loaded front court. They just signed Jared Allen to all I, that money. Well, I didn't even bring up this. They just signed Laurie Markkinen. Yes, which I would like to be on record as drunk off PNR being right again. I told you, just give Cleveland enough time to do something stupid and spend <laughs> money they shouldn't. They will do it. I didn't even see what it was a sign and trade. So I don't even. I didn't even see what they traded. But all I know is they now have Lloyd Markkinen, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, and now Taco Fall. Yeah, they have a loaded front court. I, it, it's just odd. I don't Larry, know what the Larry plan Nance. is, but they traded Larry but, Nance. That, yeah, but still, I I don't fully understand the plan in Cleveland. Maybe yeah. I don't need to get it, but nope. I think you just throw everything at the wall and hope it sticks. You know what happens if uh, they send Ben Simmons to Cleveland? Is that just like the tallest and not scary starting five of all time? Yes. If I get Colin Sexton out of out of that or Darius Garland, okay. that's the dream. I think. Yeah. Or both. Well, let's not be greedy now. That's not. We have crazy. to attach something. 
Well, think about it. They're on rookie deals. We have to make the, the money work. We can't just give the max contract Boyden Simmons with four years left. Kevin Love. Take the, we'll take Kevin Love's contract <laughs> off your hand. Kevin but Love we're getting, and we're getting Sexton. both of those guards. We're getting well, Sexton and Garland. I don't Listen, know about that. You owe him $60 million over two years. We are getting all three. You owe Ben Simmons 100 <laughs> Yeah, but he's actually has he's 24 not on his last leg in the NBA. Yeah, but it'd be so much. It's way funnier to have Kevin Love. <laughs> um, all right, that's that's all my Cleveland news. Had to check in with the uh, the city of Cleveland. Big summer for Cleveland. Yeah, Jake Paul just like stole a stole a fight, and they signed Laurie Markin. How about how about everyone coming out and uh, booing? I didn't watch the fight, but I've seen clips online. They were booing Jake Paul in his own hometown. And then LeBron just tweeting like, oh, Cleveland's rocking. Wish I was there. Like, bro, really? (laughs) Did you see LeBron tweet like pretending he's upset that Jared Dudley's an assistant coach now and not on the Lakers? Yeah. what? I hate this guy. God, we got to take his phone away. It it ruins his legacy. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. You've seen the video, I'm assuming, of uh, LeBron talking about Kobe's 81 point game. About how? Oh, like how he? Like He's, yeah, he... I was just you know sitting sitting at the, at my house with you know my friends, and I I don't know what it was, but I just I looked at him and said, "Kobe's 70." No, you didn't. No, you did no. You did not just yeah, like, why say that the, Kobe's could drop 70 on the Raptors in a random fucking Tuesday. That's not what happened. Yeah, I don't know why he does this. Why does he make this stuff up? You're so good. You don't need to embarrass yourself like this. I know. We got to take his phone away sometimes. Oh, my God. All right. All right, Aiden. Let's get into that point of the show. I think it's time we uh, do a little bit of TikTok time. We need TikTok time because time is TikToking on my back. And how much longer I can survive. We, we need TikTok time just so Aiden can go lay down. Uh, so for today, ESPN released their top 15. I'm in the wrong group chat. Hang on. Their top 15 <laughs> teams. I'm trying to find the picture. There we go. Their ESPN released their power rankings of the top 15 teams. So for TikTok, we are going to give you our top 10. Now, Aiden, I know how much you're in pain, so I'll let you go first. You can stand up and walk around after. I might have to. I literally might. Uh, But yeah, like you said, ESPN ranked the top 15. 15 is quite a bit for TikTok, so we're just going to do 10. And honestly, 10 anyway, because 15 teams don't have a chance to to win a title, but 10 is is around the right margin. So I'll go 10 to 1. I'll start here. Familiar face and name at 10. I have the Boston Celtics last year just wasn't their year, but with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they'll be much better at nine. I have the Miami heat. I already regret this. I wish I had the Celtics above the heat. I don't know how much I'm of a believer. I am in the heat in that big three of bam, Kyle and Jimmy, but they are still pretty good. I think they're both going to be good in the East at eight. I have the nuggets. They, uh, had the MVP last year. I think if they had Jamal Murray, um, they obviously don't get swept by the Suns. At seven, I have the Warriors. If this is contingent, like I don't know about Clay's health. If he's healthy, I love them. I think mm-hmm. they're instantly a contender, probably top five. 
I just, I need to see them play a few games. At six, I have the Sixers. I wrote this list thinking we are going to run back our roster. Some people don't want to be there. Some agents are scumbags who don't allow, don't like kids and don't like charity. So who <laughs> knows what will happen. At five, I have the Suns. I feel like this is kind of a regression, but probably where they would be if there weren't injuries along the path to the NBA Finals. We still love the Suns. They're still a top five team. Mm-hmm. I still love Devin Booker. At four, I have the Clippers. Speaking of injuries, that series is probably closer if Kawhi plays. We'll get Kawhi back healthy. Now, this will be, we'll see with him. Speaking of Clay coming back, Kawhi's coming back as well. He's probably going to miss this, the beginning of the season. Yeah. But I'm thinking, I'm projecting for the playoffs and contenders down the line with my list. At three, I have the defending champion Bucks. They should be good again. They finally learned how to win together with the trio of Drew, Chris, and Giannis. Giannis is the most dominant player in the league right now. At three, I have the Bucks. At two, I have the Lakers. Uh, I don't believe in any of their offseason moves, but LeBron is the second best player to ever touch a basketball, and Anthony Davis is really good. As long as you have that big two, they will be fine. They just weren't healthy last year. And at one, I have the nuts, the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> the nuts. Please keep that in there for the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> at one, I have the Nets. Again, with the health, if they were healthy, they would probably have beaten the Bucks. They almost did. They were a shoestring away from Kevin Durant. He's the best pure scorer alive right now. I think that big three is lethal. I think this will be their year. I would not be shocked if the Nets win. Yeah, fantastic list. We have a few differences, but that's all right. I hate that 10 pick. That's a terrible pick. Well, well, you know, like you guys were a playing team a year ago. It's not like it's well, that far-fetched. COVID, so. Yeah. Tough. The thing that everyone else got. Tough, I know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, all right. So my 10, we'll go 10 to 1, as always. At number 10, going with the Atlanta Hawks. I okay. actually think this team might be something not this year maybe next year but i'm i think i like this team a lot especially i mean trey just if he if he can just make more shots from deeper i'm into that (laughs) um at nine i have the miami heat like you i think they are a little bit overrated um it's a lot it's a lot of big names but i don't know if it'll work but i also don't know if those big names can perform the way espn thinks they will uh, at eight, I have the Celtics. Uh, I'm not not too much of a crazy fan, but I do think this team will be better than last year's, and I think next year's will be better than this year's. Hopefully, <laughs> Bradley Beal, please come to Boston. Uh, <laughs> I'm begging you. Uh, at seven, I have the Warriors. Similar to you, I think this all depends on Clay. On Clay, it's either a bottom five or a top five team depends how good he is or if he plays all that um at six i have the philadelphia 76ers a little bit lower than you but no, i had them six. Oh, you did mm-hmm. well i don't think ben simmons is gonna be there so maybe i think your team's better than you do uh yeah six sixers at five i have the clippers i i think we might i might be out on Kawhi. i might be out on him i know he's really good but oh no, I don't, I don't know. I, I might be out. I'm not saying I'm out. I'm just, I might be out. We'll see. At four, I had the Suns. I, 
I don't know. They made us, they made the finals. There were some injuries along the way, but there are always injuries. I think Devin Booker's that guy. Chris Paul really helps that team. And DeAndre Ayton might just be like a top five center in the league. Uh, at three, I have the Lakers. I think this team will do as well as LeBron and Anthony Davis let them do. It doesn't matter anything else. Coach, rest of roster, doesn't <laughs> matter. You have LeBron and Anthony Davis, two top five players. Easy. Uh, at two, I have the Nets. I think okay. that this is just a really good team that didn't get to be as good as they could have last year. And at one, I have to go with the reigning champs, the Bucks. Wow. I, I think Giannis is the second best player in the league. I think Chris and Drew are significantly better than what I think they're probably correctly rated now, but I think going into last year, they were a little underrated. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're probably right where they should be now, like rankings wise. Uh, I, I like to think of it as like 2K. They're probably like, you know, 88 around there, you know, like all star ish level guys. And you put two of those next to the second best, best player in the league, and you have, you win a title. Yeah. I, I, I think with the top three, they're, I feel like they're interchangeable. And then there's a drop off when you get to four. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if you feel the same way. I think you had the Suns at four. I had them at five. Yeah. It just feels like those three are kind of ahead of the pack in terms of championship contenders. And I think I guess the the main difference is you have a little bit more love for the Bucks than I do. And I don't I don't hate the Bucks. I love depth in a team. Mm -hmm. And clearly, like the way it's structured with big threes, then you don't have depth. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Because again, just one injury to the Nets and it kind of derails things. So we'll see on them. Um, but yeah, I think those are pretty solid lists. Yeah, I'm not happy with your list, but because the Celtics thing? Yeah, uh, everything exclusive. else though, we were agreeable. Yeah, but no Celtics. Or I mean Celtics 10. That's okay. Well, technically the Celtics were the 14th best team last year. So I have upgraded them for COVID. Spots. COVID year, baby. Yep. And and if you noticed, I have them ahead of the Hawks. So yeah. Which I, I do too. You didn't have the Hawks in yours. No. That's upsetting. Well. Who did I who did I skip? Um, oh, did I not do that? I didn't do the Nuggets. Nuggets? Yeah, I was about to say. You you didn't have the Nuggets, and I think that's the only difference. I had the Nuggets yeah. and didn't have the Hawks, and you had the Hawks. Well, the Nuggets are for sure, changed. for sure, should be on there, but I already said my list, so it's too it's late. too late now. It's, it's already late. going out into the TikTok world, and yeah. when everyone comments Nuggets, question mark, you just have to eat it and own it, and who cares? I've been listening to the full episode, but I said it at the end. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll make a separate TikTok where you know how you can like comment on people's TikToks. We'll yeah. Just put, we'll we'll give one where we're talking about. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have them to some love. Help us out. Uh, but I think that does it. Our uh, vacation has ended. We came back with a uh, you know a pretty Sixers heavy episode, but I think I. It was, it was two boring weeks that we missed, and we come back, and there's a little bit of news going on. So we got to talk about it. Listen, I didn't expect Rich Paul to wage a war with the entire city of Philadelphia today. I had a bunch of other topics to talk about. I was lead. I had Lakers stuff. I had Dame stuff. I had all this uh, other stuff to talk about, and then he decided he wanted to wage war against the children of Philadelphia who were in need of charity help. That's not my problem. That's his problem to deal with. But, well, yeah. now, now, now is your problem. Now it's my problem because yeah. well, we're going to war. We are going to war. Bad back and all. 
<laughs> Aiden's gonna be pushing a wheelchair out to the fight. <laughs> I'm gonna fight. be on a walker, like a hunchback, but I am going to war. Well, you're a big guy. I, I think he's smaller than I am. So I, you know, I, I like your chances in a wheelchair. I'll take them. I will take them for the city. But going forward, probably not as much uh, Sixers talk unless Ben gets traded in a yeah. variety of things. And it's good to be back in the swing of things. Yeah, season starts for like two months, three months. I One. checked the other day and it was 54 days at that point. That was that was last week. We're so we're probably we're somewhere in the 40s. Yep. All right. So in a month and a half, we will have opening tip. Um, we didn't go over it this episode. Maybe we'll talk about it next week, but schedules were released for, you know, like big games, uh, opening day, Christmas, shit like that. Uh, a few names that were interesting, so we can talk about that next week. But uh, Aiden, unless you have anything else, I think that'll do it. Nope, I'm good. I need a heating pad so bad on my back. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, go follow the, all the Twitters, the TikToks, Instagrams, all of that. Um, and we will see you next week. See ya.